0: Greetings program, hello and welcome to Tronologically Speaking, a movie by minute podcast talking about Disney's 1982 movie Tron. This is Minute 63. I'm your host, Duncan Shields, and returning with me today is my insightful, wise, and gregarious guest co-host, Chris Nyardi. Welcome, Chris.
1: Let me check my data disk. Yes, I am Chris (laughs) Nyardi.
0: Your personal ID disk says... Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, because when they get assigned that disc, it says it'll record everything they do. So I that's think true. it's kind of a, a tracking device that's given to them by the by the MCP. As it's well their as, iPhone. Let's be honest. It's, it's their iPhone. Yeah, it's basically keep, their keep iPhone. Keep
1: tabs on them. You know, <laughs>
0: Jeez, there's another aspect that they could wrap into another. Uh, oh sure, another, especially another with what, Tron. Yeah, <laughs> get their Instagram going. Get their like you know recording stuff around them and forwarding it to each other. It's true. There's a lot to be, yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah. Could you get
1: off the grid, in the grid?
0: (laughs) Is that possible? He's going off the grid. Uh, So what does that mean, you know? (laughs) He's going under the world? Where is he? (laughs) All right, so what do we got here? Oh, yeah, so in this minute, accidental murder. (laughs) Accidental murder. (laughs) Flynn accidentally murders a program and assumes his identity... While Tron and Yore keep on running around towards their goal, Mm -hmm. Uh, so Flynn pauses at the fork in the hallways. At a fork in the hallways, saying, "Now this is where Tron said he was going." He's uh, frustrated and not knowing where he's supposed to go. Now the walls in the background here are uh, a little uncharacteristic, right? Because usually the walls have a pattern or something that seems symmetrical or sort of like a circuit. And there's a symmetry that's apparent here, but it's like a mural of an electron microscope close up of human skin or something like that. Yeah. It's like a velvet wallpaper at a restaurant and a casino or something, except it's like glowing blue. There's a weird scalloped, wavy, organic look to it, which I'm not sure. Like, I know that certain sectors of the town are supposed to be breaking down with like little to no power. And maybe this is supposed to show like the wall is decaying or decomposing or something like that. That's
1: another, because like we talked last time about how this like depowered programs, I I didn't think portrayed that aspect of them that much. I didn't even think the, the I I noted the architecture. I'm like, oh, this is another different architecture choice that the designers made. I just thought it was another type of uh, design that they wanted to put into this movie. I didn't even think that this could be a plot point at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Right? Until I got into this, like, doing it by minute, it was the same thing for me. I was like, oh, this is just, you know, they had to make a design call with every single shot. Yeah. This is another
1: choice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think this is one of those shots where, like, they had to paint the background, you know. So, yeah. So, but I think it maybe it was alluding to the fact that this is one of those. It could be. One of those parts of town, you know. So, he looks down a hallway with purple walls that have a blue energy pulse running behind them for some reason this really reminds me of star trek maybe oh, yeah. like in the engine room in star trek you've got the red uh you've got that red uh grid what would you call that it's like a metal plate with a ton of holes in it yeah. and then behind it you've got the engine yeah. and they always had that uh like a yeah like a grate or like a screen and then they would have the lights behind it. This kind of looks like that. And then in the distance, we hear marching feet. Oh, we, oh, (laughs) oh, -oh. and then uh, Flynn says, Flynn hears the feet and he says, losing Flynn and backs into the hallway to hide. And I think that's a really odd thing to say. (laughs) Instead of, uh, I better, I better hide or better yet, just hiding. If he's like, (gasps) and then just ducks in or something. That's a really it's almost like a call back to an earlier line in the film that never happened. Okay. You know, like if there yeah. was a, an earlier scene where he was like losing Flynn or something like that, then this would be like Or a or real if world. like the
1: guards were like we're losing Flynn or yeah. I don't I it's it felt like a odd line to throw in there because I was just saying that like, you know, if the if the the wall choice was them not giving enough information to the audience, having Flynn say, I'm hiding now, is maybe giving too much information <laughs> a to the little, audience. A little, a little
0: yeah. <laughs> a, little, uh, a little overkill on the, yeah. informing the audience front, for sure. Yeah. But I guess it's better than nothing. I guess so. Comp- yeah. It's a compromise. I mean, and,
1: you still have a little bit of, of, of uh, Flynn's cheeky personality show through just in those two words, so yeah. it's... It's at least is giving some sort of character, uh, moment for him talking Talking to himself. himself Yeah.
0: (laughs) Third person or whatever. It's true. And then we see another shot of the hallway as the troops come around the corner and come down into the hall and it's Sark. The return of Sark. I haven't seen him for a while and he's heading a troop of red guards and it's four normal looking red programs or four sort of regular looking, uh, Red programs, and then four of the big hockey gear, hooded respirator type guards. Yeah, and then the normal looking warrior programs are two up front and two bringing up the rear, and then two convenient ones at the back. Two convenient, some stragglers, I think I like <laughs> to call them. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like they're guarding the big strong guards, which I don't. I don't just quite a understand. Little interesting formation <laughs> choice. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> formation is like: are the small guards are the small guards prisoners? Are the big guards prisoners? Or is this just regular? formation or maybe they're just simply sark's entourage like he has to travel yeah. with a gang when he's on foot and or maybe uh, they just
1: didn't think too much about it and they are like let's just go now whatever formation you're in yeah, let's just go. yeah
0: maybe they only had four guard costumes and four regular costumes so <laughs> who, knows? Is, who knows who right? knows <laughs> also i don't really know why sark's walking around hmm. and why isn't he on his character or on his carrier or why don't people just transport everywhere and that's kind of, I guess, I don't know, that's kind of a Star Trek thing too, really. Like if you can transport so easily, what's the point of turbo lifts? Sure. <laughs> you know. Or maybe, I don't know, it's probably just an energy thing. Maybe it's it's kind of, from an energy standpoint, it's kind of expensive to transport somebody.
1: Mm. Again, so. I think minute by minute, we think these things.
0: <laughs> it's a I little. do not
1: think the movie is like, please do not think these things. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It's that it's less like, if you talk to the screenwriter, it's the chances of him going, well, that is an interesting question. And right. more. the chances are much higher of the screenwriter going, why are you asking these questions? Yeah. <laughs> you know, was, we,
1: we had to get like this guy in this place at this time for this thing to yeah. happen. So he's there.
0: Yeah. That's why. But nope, that's why. Yeah.
1: <laughs> A wizard so did, did it. it.
0: A wizard did it. <laughs> We get a a shot from below and we see that as the red troops are passing, Flynn has somehow spider climbed up the wall and is now perched above them as Mm. they walk past. He's on top of the wall of the corridor looking down and he watches them go past, trying to think of what to do. What can I do? What can I do? He thinks to himself. And at the rear, there's a doddler. There's a lollygagger. There's a straggler. He's looking at the ground and hanging back a little bit from the rest. So this guy's not being a great guard, I guess, because he's in the back. He's like sort of easily distracted. I think he deserves
1: whatever happens to him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, whatever that may be. Who knows? Who Who knows knows? what'll cross (laughs) his path? Flynn sees him, and he sees his moment, and he pounces. And he lands behind the program, and as the program turns around, he gives him a right cross, just as he turns around to see what landed behind him. It's very loud, and it's an echoey punch with that great. (laughs) flanged flat feel to it like the footsteps and body motions lovely
1: sound design not very practical that no one would hear that
0: (laughs) exactly (laughs) the red program goes down like a sack of potatoes clinking and bonking and scraping and the rest of the troops just keep on going yeah like they didn't hear a thing i think i kind of like to entertain the notion that uh none of them liked him
1: (laughs) (laughs) he was very unpopular
0: they Clearly, hear him being murdered, and they're like, I didn't hear anything. Keep yep. on marching. <laughs> like, yeah, he's getting there. Goes Jeffrey, he's getting what's coming to him, you know. Or, <laughs> I maybe. didn't see a thing, I didn't see a thing. Um, and Flynn kneels down to start punching the unconscious program again in a fairly uncharacteristically vicious move. Uh, kind of makes me wonder what his plan was here in the first place. I th- like, was he-
1: I think like. Well, I mean, we'd get there with convenient, uh, energy transfer thing, but Mm. I think he was trying to do the classic, um, adventure movie trope of knocking out a guard and stealing his uniform, but his uniform is lights.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stealing his lights. Yeah. Like this is kind of. Like this is the most
1: Indiana Jones we get in this movie, I think.
0: True. A lot of times when,
1: when people take out each other, it's with some sort of futuristic uh, made-up device. This is a straight-up punch to the jaw.
0: Straight-up <laughs> jaw punch. Is, yeah.
1: This is this is Earth-style, just punch out.
0: Yeah. And this is something maybe programs don't know because they've never experienced yes. it before. You can
1: use these for attack purposes? <laughs> this is <laughs> tell remarkable.
0: Me, tell me more of this Earth thing you call punching. Uh, <laughs> more of that uh, twist on that, maybe. I don't know. who Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Or, like, what was that in uh, Constantine? When uh, the angel played by, uh, what's your face there?
1: Oh, Tilda Swin- Tilda no, Swinton. He, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who gets she punched gets her- at the end?
0: Yeah, she gets her angel powers taken away, and yeah. then she gets punched in, punched in the face. And for the first time since the dawn of time, she can actually feel what it's like as a human to get punched in the face. And she's, she's just like, like, this
1: is pain. She's
0: just like, whoa, oh, my. This is what it feels like to be human. Holy moly. Like, Yeah. So, yeah. so who knows what's novel to these programs and what isn't? Yeah, who knows, right? Like, there's the insinuation later on in the movie well that's later on in the movie that's not this minute yeah but yeah they don't seem to there's also a a... okay yeah no that's other that's other that's not that's (laughs) not let's let's not get ahead of ourselves let's not get ahead of ourselves okay so
1: Flynn punched a a guy and he Flynn punched a guy and and
0: probably intending to take off his skin i guess (laughs) and wear it as a disguise. (laughs) Yeah, because <laughs> I don't really. One of the interesting things that we talked about earlier is that there was supposed to be no difference between their face and their bodies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Their their face was just supposed to go smoothly into their bodies, mm-hmm. but it was not working. Mm-hmm. There was they they couldn't get it to work, and so they ended up saying, "Okay, let's make their faces separate," which added three more layers of complexity to the seventy-eight thousand frames of animation that they already had to process. Right. Yeah. So. They're like, well, it's got to be done. But that was the idea in the beginning. So I'm like, how do you steal a program's clothes because it's not really his clothes.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not thinking about these things, Which, but no. luckily, things just luckily, turn out fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> what he wanted to achieve just kind of happens. I mean, I'm getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but
0: yeah. yeah. Okay, well, okay, here we go. Like, as Flynn is pulling back his fist for another punch. <laughs> just keep, he goes, keep wailing just, on him. He's just already dead. Wailing, <laughs> wailing on this unconscious program. <laughs> um, there's a strange echoey cycle of electronic sound and the red program's energy starts flowing up flynn's arm turning flynn's circuitry red as well flynn confused relaxes his fist and puts his other hand on the program sucking up more energy through his other arm it looks accidental but i'm not sure is he trying to like double down and suck up much as much energy as possible like do you think he's just trying to steady himself and then it starts going up his other arm or is he just trying to like put two straws into the guy and uh and suck up as much energy I'm, as possible I'm not
1: exactly sure this is this is where it's open to interpretation but yeah. I I kind of got the idea that like he I mean he he didn't know this was going to happen there's no way no. he would have known this
0: could happen No there's no way there's no way
1: Yeah so but he just kind of looks at it and he's like huh this is neat. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is, I guess yeah. I can do this. So it's, yeah, it's one of those happy accidents where he's like, "Okay, I'm I'm learning the rules of this of this world. I can I can do this now."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is pretty pretty amazing. It's a pretty yeah. cool power to be introduced this late in the movie. But, yeah, exactly. uh, it, it would have been handy in a lot of other a lot it's, of other places. It's a pretty neat, but C, uh, B pretty convenient. <laughs> pretty convenient
1: <laughs> yeah
0: uh so and then yeah in the screenplay this is what ram did to flynn mm. right like ram gave his energy to flynn so that he that's could true you would have her. kind
1: of seen something like this earlier you would have,
0: yeah and that got that got cut but this doesn't happen in the movie anymore so this is the first time we see like an energy transference like this so this mm-hmm. is uh this is news to us as the uh as the and again
1: this pretty late in the movie if you're not fully checked into this uh concept high concept that disney has brought forth to you this is just another crazy bull Mm. thing that's happening
0: (laughs) yeah you're like what (laughs) what is happening okay i guess
1: this can happen now why not let's keep going i've invested an hour into this let's just this is something that can happen let's keep it going
0: (laughs) yeah then uh let's see once flynn is all red he stands up shocked and mystified at what just happened Mm -hmm. and then we cut to a high shot of the guard's body on the floor with flynn leaning over him and the guard's body pulses purple and then the guard de-reses into a series of blue blinking geometric snake lines of energy that slither off in a series of glowing pathways with right angle kinks Away from where the body was.
1: Conveniently and not leaving a body.
0: Conveniently <laughs> without a trace. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting because Ram was blue. And then when he de-resed, he left red trails of lights inside the recognizer. Oh. And this program is red.
1: He left blue.
0: He left blue. So it makes me wonder if he was blue originally. And he's mm-hmm. one of the conscripts that got turned red or something, which would be kind of a way in a way even worse that uh, that Flynn just took him out because that means he was a, a captive rather than a or whatever. I don't know. I don't I, know but yeah.
1: I mean, it's <laughs> what, is again, uh, <laughs> what is the price of war? What is the
0: price of war? Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's it's really I mean, we kind of glossed over this, but he so he did die. He derezzed from yeah. a punch, just one punch to the jaw. Yeah. That seems pretty flimsy. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think the punch knocked him down. Hmm. And then I think the uh, the, the sucking of the that, energy.
1: Oh, yeah. That would make more sense. Yeah. That's
0: what killed him, I think. Uh, I think that when he's in an unprotected, unconscious state. It's kind of like uh, Rogue and the X-Men. Like, you know, now I get the feeling that Flynn is scared to touch anybody. <laughs> you know anybody that's a different color than him he's just gonna like suck up their energy and then kill them and he's like okay don't touch me hands yeah Yeah, it's like put her there no 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 never (laughs) you know but yeah. it would also make it, I think, pretty easy for him to take out Sark. He could just run up to him and grab his ankle or something. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, or maybe you need to be unconscious for that to happen. And I may, Or maybe Sark has way too much power for that to...
1: There's a lot of out, uh, or, rules that are glossed over with this whole... In this, in this one section of this minute, a lot yeah. of more questions are raised that we don't have time to address. It's
0: kind of like... Uh, like in legacy when he bleeds during the game. Yeah, blood. And they're is, like they're like, yeah. "Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's a user." And they just all they needed was a way for someone to notice that he was a user. Mhm. It didn't need to be blood. It could be a whole bunch of different things. It's kind of like the Metachlorians, right? Like they sure. need a they need a test. "Oh, this kid's force whatever is off the charts." It's like, "How about Metachlorians? Yeah, sure. But then that opens up this whole other can of worms. And it's we, like that with the with the users having real blood, you know. And this is another one where it's like, well, okay, if you can just touch somebody and take their stuff like this, yeah, that changes that changes everything. Like I know it's just convenient, and now it gives him a disguise, but that changes a lot of what can happen.
1: So. But at the same time, like my one of my favorite things in sci-fi writing, particularly, is when they do have to introduce um, dumb things to make the plot go forward and then later on down the line really explore the ramifications of yeah. that thing uh, yeah. one one thing that uh uh like I'm a big uh, green lantern fan yeah and uh, of course his, his weakness was yellow and that's dumb uh, for the longest yeah. of years was the dumbest thing until Jeff Johns came around and was like, "No, that represents fear, and right. that's because that's in in the Green Lantern uh, power battery. There's the uh, concept of fear, and that like, and, and they just justified it and brought forth a lot of really interesting plot lines because of this dumb thing that was established in like the 40s.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, and that just, was just a printing press thing. Like we've yeah. got four colors, so I guess yellow, yellow. <laughs> He's the scared bad of yellow. One. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but obviously Tron didn't get that, uh, luxury of having to really explore all these tiny bits to, uh, to flesh out this world. But it, it does, it, it makes me think of what could have happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I hope it's something that will happen. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, speaking of legacy, they brought a program outside of the grid in that movie at the end. And I'm like, cool. What next? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Right. (laughs) I I heard that the concept for Tron Three was just Korra learning what it means to be human out there in the real world. Oh, that's less exciting. <laughs> less less exciting for me too. I was like, ah, I mean, more power to Korra, but sure. I want I want to, I want to be in the grid. I want to be in the grid. This is another one of those shots, though, that was all hand animated. That's often yeah. mistaken for computer animation. The those hand drawn effects glitters, that I really like. Yeah, those hand drawn effects, and it was like there was there was a team of like. Sort of older animators that had been doing sparkles on lakes and sparkles of magic in like mm-hmm. every Disney movie for the last forty years, right? So in, this an, was in
1: animation, you get uh, you get a team that just does effects animation. Yeah, and yeah. Of course, Disney being the the precipice of animation in general probably has an all star team. Who like I wouldn't be surprised if the the person who did all the sparkles on the Cinderella dress was still alive and kicking at that point. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And maybe you know that person was doing these uh, these little these little bits of uh, de resed program. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Flynn says, "I don't believe this," and then runs off screen. And I'm still I still have a really hard time believing that Sark and his troops haven't noticed anything amiss, <laughs> and that one of their crew is straight up missing. So I don't. Mm-hmm. What another thing that's really interesting is that there's a the complete lack of music in this scene. Yeah, it's all ambient it's all ambient and this is a pretty big moment this is like he kills a guy and takes away his power and this should be a big orchestral uh swell or wave or a wendy carlos moment here you know in my opinion sure. anyway it's pretty it's, there's a few moments in this stretch of the film that are oddly devoid of music and this is uh this is one of them and i'm like wait a second this should I have a da 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 you know even just a sting yeah. of some kind of he's red now it's an it's interesting also, choice.
1: I don't really. Yeah, it's hard to tell without without the actual music choice in there. Yeah, uh, if it would work better or or not. I yeah, tell. it would be yeah. kind
0: of a neat editing exercise to like add some, and then yeah. see see how see if that improves it or if it if it makes no difference. Mm-hmm. Be cool. It's also a strange moment because this is a weird power. It kind of makes flame yeah. into sort of a vampire. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. I guess this program that he stole from was close to death or whatever. But it's not really mentioned again. And the the user powers are a little ill-defined.
1: I was going to say, is this is this something only users can do? Or can anybody, like, take power? I, yeah. Yeah, it's...
0: Like, I really get the impression that this is a user power. I think... So this like is something that... that...
1: that... I, I would draw to that conclusion just because of it's Finn doing it and we haven't seen anybody else do it. So,
0: and it's so off the scale. Like it's so like, this is it's OP. (laughs) (laughs) This is OP. This is OP. Yeah. If anybody could do this, it'd be chaos. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's reserve it for the, uh, God of this world.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right. This does strike me as a, as a God mode kind of thing that you can do. Mm -hmm. And it's also kind of, you know, deus ex machina, you know, yeah.
1: If he knew he could do this earlier, he would have probably done it earlier.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And there's, there's bits later on in the film, too, where he's just like, hey, because I'm a user, I can do this. It's like, well, that's literally never been mentioned up to this point. But sure. But sure. Okay. But sure. <laughs> Again, but this the is, t- time cost I've
1: put yeah. into this movie, and I'm willing to go along with anything at this point. Yeah.
0: We should uh, we should do a 10-minute sequence explaining this. Cool. That'll be another $10 million. Oh. Oh. Um, hmm. Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> It has to be out in June, and it is May. Oh, <laughs> also a good point. Uh, and then How we fast cut...
1: can we make these animators go?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, they're already going as fast as they can. Let's give them 24-hour shifts. They're already doing 24-hour shifts. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well in that case. Let's hire another 50 animators, and we'll have to train them.
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> almost like this costs money dang it, it Costs a lot Gosh, of money huh
0: so uh then we cut to another overhead shot from a different angle of the io tower mm-hmm. and we cut to tron and Yuri jogging along to a door on the side of a huge wall and the lozenge shaped door turns into a blue grid and then disappears and then tron and Yuri step through it now this is interesting because this is where a deleted scene was gonna be
1: oh Ooh. I'm gonna
0: go I'm gonna go over that in a different minute, but I'll forward Great. you the link to it. It's on I'm interested, YouTube. yeah. That's gonna blow your mind. Okay. It's blow your mind. So we cut to Tron and Yori in the next scene walking across some open ground and a big strong red guard walks up to them. Tron immediately crouches and throws his disc at the guard because he's quick on the draw.
1: Yeah, because he's the cool protagonist hero guy. He's yeah. the
0: warrior. Yeah. And then the guard is struck and Yori flinches, and the guard throws his hands up in the air, and there's this really <laughs> strange close-up of the guard just it is spinning so... and spinning and spinning. Like yeah. glitching out, go, I guess.
1: <arents> <peror admissions grow> yeah, <yine>, <publicly>
0: right. Like, I don't know what, what that's about, you know? I, like, I... I'm
1: willing to guess this is a bit of a a, um, a style choice from old 8-bit video games when you hit an enemy. And sure. And they kind of bug out for a bit before they're defeated.
0: Yeah, and you also see it in in video games even these days, like characters suddenly flying into space or getting sure. stuck in a wall or cycling on one of their animations or something like that. Yeah. Uh so like maybe it's something like that, right? And you can see the guard's eyes glowing white <laughs> really clearly as he <laughs> as he spins around. It's it's very strange and then he stops spinning and he falls down and fades away with no glowing uh snail tracks or whatever coming away from him. So it's kind of strange, but I think one of the reasons is like this is this is this scene was one of the first scenes that was ever done in the film.
1: That would this make scene, sense.
0: This scene was done almost as a proof of concept so that they could take it around to people and festivals and conventions to kind of show people as sort of a demo.
1: It is a little like, action shot. It shows the style of the yeah. of the of that they're going for. But it doesn't all like with, with him not having the uh, same uh, de-resing effect does feel like it it's not finalized exactly what they want to go with
0: yeah once you know that you're like oh this does kind of play like a prototype scene yeah you know no dialogue just here's a here's a light disc here's a Mm -hmm. here's like the blue characters the red characters a bit of an action scene you know he he bugs
1: out he's the only guy to do that
0: (laughs) yeah yeah he's got this unique bizarre death that doesn't happen to the other it's i wonder why they kept it though like Maybe, and it, and almost, maybe they plan on no, no, no.
1: everybody dying in that way and then they're like, wait a minute, no. Wait a why, minute. <laughs> why would we that, do that? No,
0: that can't happen. And <laughs> it's also, yeah, like, also, like, back in the beginning, at its inception for a while, it was going to be way more comedic than it turned out to be. Oh, like, they, yeah. They were actually looking at Robin Williams to be the lead. And huh. uh, back when, you know, Bit had a, a cartoon face and, like, there was going to be a bit more you know, can you believe like, would you, would you look at this and what am I doing here? You know, yeah. and all this kind of, it would have been a bit more, you know, funny, funny, pulpy, Disney. I
1: guess maybe
0: pulpy, maybe. Yeah. 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 Something like that. But then they decided to go a bit more serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I'm glad they did. I think, but I'm I do kind of did.
1: But part of me wonders if it would be more commercially successful if they did kind of play up that angle right? a bit more. I I, yeah. I don't I don't want that version. Let's be clear. I like this. <laughs> I, like, I prefer them taking this this material a bit more seriously because that's why I kind of like this franchise. Yeah. Um, but I I mean, if, if you do want to be commercially successful, sometimes you have to uh, be a bit more. Um, accommodating for the uh common audience and a lot of yeah. people like kind of that slapstick so
0: yeah like i think that this is a very earnest film mm-hmm. you know and uh i think it would have been a forgotten 80s classic if uh well and it kind of ended up being that way anyway kind but. of is anyway so who knows yeah, yeah. so <laughs> playing so what knows? if
1: could he, yeah
0: yeah, but I'd like to sort of sidestep to the alternate universe where it got made with Robin Williams into a a, a bonkers comedy, a screwball, mm-hmm. a screwball, you know, computer comedy with this level of effects and production. You know, that would just I, be I
1: like... I'm just picturing uh, uh, Williams in the uh, the prior minutes where he's piloting the uh, oh yeah Recognizer, and I'm like, I because I, of his improv skills, I'm sure that would have been. I mean, Jeff Bridges did a great job, but like he yeah. re- really could have handed that up really nicely.
0: <laughs> really nicely, yeah. Uh, that would be something. So then, uh, Tron and Yori come through another door, and they keep on moving. And again, you can really see the black line around them from the mm-hmm. background removal due to the 65 millimeter camera. And that takes us to the end of minute 63. Now, they do mention in the creator's commentary that the reason we were talking about this earlier, the reason why most of the shots in this movie are locked off is because the background is just a painting. Yeah. So it's sort of a a mat that they've created custom for each shot. So that means that you can't pan or truck or dolly without hand animating the background. And there's no reference points to track that to make it happen smoothly because they were just being filmed in a black vacuum. Mm-hmm. Right. Like when they painted uh, the background, they could say, OK, let's put down a cube and then we can get some vanishing points and we can make a cool background off of that that looks workable. But you can't, you know, move it around. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah, it seems like the tank cockpit and the recognizer. You could actually move the camera every they're... time
1: you move the camera. Uh, normally it costs. Uh, yeah. If if it's even possible, it would be yeah. a very expensive thing that might add something to the shot, might make it a bit more dynamic, but I guess you weigh your pros and cons with each each shot.
0: Yeah, and it was something that was interesting about some of the visual effects guys that were looking at, like when they were trying to sort of prototype the shots, Mm -hmm. they would just make uh, like a plane and apply a texture to it, and that would be what would stand in for, okay, the programs are going to be standing here when the uh the recognizer goes by or whatever and the guy that was part of the visual effects department was like whoa wait a second you can just apply a texture to something mm-hmm. and have it be a like a person you know could you could you do that like a whole bunch of times and make a crowd could you apply like a movie to it and make it like move and the guys were like i don't know maybe sure i guess and his head was like my head is exploding right now. This is so useful. This is bonkers useful. He's like, and this is 1982. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and then, and then, yeah, technology like that, once the movie flopped, all of this sort of (laughs) bespoke technology that was used for this movie just kind of got mothballed and forgotten about. And then Mm -hmm. 10 years later, they started doing everything digitally. And that animator, I remember he's like, he's still pretty bitter about that thing. He's like, we had it in the palm of our hand. We had the digital revolution in yeah. the palm of our hand. And then just gave it up. <laughs> Cinema could memory.
1: have been advanced uh, significantly if yeah. only, again, sliding door style, a different universe. Yep. Things sliding could have doors. been different.
0: <laughs> could have been different. Now, and the difference between the screenplay and the novel, there's no real difference except that it mentions that Flynn lands cat-like and silently behind the guard. and is uh and is not not here not here and he's not surprised (laughs) by the energy leeching into him but he also sees the red guards as you know whatever fascist quasi you know nazis or whatever again it's the indiana
1: jones moment
0: yeah yeah so he feels no sadness whatsoever about derezzing this guy or killing this guy he's just like yep great bye you know
1: (laughs) You are clear is, bad guy. You're wearing red.
0: Clear bad guy wearing red, and the bad guys were supposed to be blue in the first few drafts, Oh. which is very interesting. And the a, good guys, the good guys were supposed to be yellow.
1: That's uh, probably a smarter choice. Red is a, red is the more aggressive color. So yeah,
0: you don't think blue when you think bad guys. So that, I guess well, yeah, a yeah, blue screen of death maybe, but you don't. That up. would come much later, much, <laughs> much later, way past 1982. Yeah. And then the screenplay bit is still with Flynn at this point. Oh, okay. So when he punches the guard, he's like, "All right, you know, and stuff like <laughs> you kill the man, you kill the man, good Great murdering, job. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sweet kill, yeah." But it's pretty much the same, other than that. But I guess that. uh that takes us to the end of minute 63 there, Chris.
1: That is it. That's that's the end of the minute.
0: That's well, the end of the minute. Do you want to uh, go over where people can find you if they want to hear you one more, my, one more my time?
1: My plugs. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I do a bunch of random things. You can find all of them kind of – I talk about them on my Twitter at Cartoon Moo. That's on Twitter. And uh, if you want to follow some of the projects I do, Geeks vs. Nerds, a comedy debate show – Is on wherever you find podcasts, as well as the podcast Boozing and Bonding, where me and my friend Keegan get drunk and talk about James Bond. It's the exact opposite of this. Instead of doing minute by minute, we try to concise a whole movie in one podcast uh, to varying degrees of success due to inebriation. And if you're in Vancouver, come check out the video game trivia night that I do. There is no easy mode over at the Manchester Public Eatery the first Thursday of every month. There has been Tron questions in the past. Not many, but I definitely remember one I did. (laughs) There was, like, a Tron video game at one point. I remember it was called, like, Tron 2.0, I think it was.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was very forgettable. (laughs) All
0: right and uh, if you want to get in touch with us check out more at TronologicallySpeaking.com drop us a line on Twitter at TronologicallySpeaking or send us an email at TronologicallySpeaking at gmail.com. we'd love to hear from you or join us on Facebook at the TronologicallySpeaking minute by minute listeners page uh, Pond5 gave us some wonderful royalty free Tron-ish music at the beginning and the end
1: Tron-like, and
0: Tron-like Tron-esque and yeah. then uh, special thanks to the Star Wars Minute that started it all go on over to the moviesbyminutes.com page and see if your favorite movie is there. There's like 150 there at the time of this recording, so definitely one of your favorites will be there. And if you don't see it, like I did when I went there and I was like, what? No Tron? What the heck? Then consider doing it yourself because they're uh, a very inclusive and encouraging and fun community to work with. Always there for all your questions. And it's just a nice, wonderful community to be a part of. All right, so do you want to try a little uh it's well first of all it's been great having you chris this has been a wonderful experience okay cool i look forward to uh to listening to it later on and do you want to try a little end of line on three end of line yep all right one two three end of end line, of line.